More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome to Renegade Talk. FM. It's Cannabis Thursday. I the Queen has arrived. And you want me? Me. Anyway, the Queen has arrived, the Queen of Cannabis of Orange County. My name is Richard Kepler, right here at RenegadeTalk.fm in Los Angeles, along with Candace and everybody else. And I, I think the Queen's going to introduce everybody, right, Queen? Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, she is, she says. Anyway, I'm going to go. I'm going to take off for a while. Enjoy the show. It's going to be an interesting cannabis show today, right here at Renegade. you put it down a little oh, further? Oh, you can go down all the way, honey. <laughs> or put the chair up. No, I'm not I mean, putting the, the chair fuck? up. Just talk into the microphone. I bet I have why, to, like, why, why raise... Why am I being bothered with this? You're supposed to talk into the fucking microphone. Okay, I'm going to do it. Here I go. Hey, everybody, welcome to Cannabis Thursday. We have a great show. Candace is here, my normal buddy. Sam, the, uh, the, oh, God, Sam, what can I... Medical Sam, Marijuana 411. Sam brings out the cougar in me. and we have uh bob i'm so excited bob's here bob's with nature's alternative solutions hi bob hi welcome we're so glad you could come and we have jeff with canna chemistry correct correct thanks for having us great to be here oh we're so excited um a lot of things have been happening like last week i think it was a bad week were we mad at everybody candace Oh, yeah, we had a really rough week last week um, with the raids and with all the IRS problems. So we're a little bit more settled down than last week, but we're still on fire. You know, things are still not right. Hey, have you got any of you guys heard about the Canada, uh, the Angel Investor Network, the Arcview Group? I haven't. No. Well, that's Angel Rach's new collective, right? No. It's not a collective. Oh, okay. What they are doing is, you know the angels where they, uh, they uh, pair investors with, uh, you know, entrepreneurs? Okay. Okay? You've heard of that, yes. that yeah, ne- the angel network. Angel investing, yes. Now we have a cannabis one. Nice. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I wrote them an email. <laughs> Why not? I, I, I loved it. I thought Figures. it was great. I got a lot of ideas. But mm. what I learned was when I, spoke, when I talked to the guy... He said that it can't be cannabis products. It could be packaging or any, anything to do with that industry other than cannabis itself. Yeah, that, that every, I mean, when too many, when, when we saw what happened last week when people try to do too many things with the actual plant, but there's a lot of, um, there's still a lot of things to do with the uh, ancillary market. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Uh, I just might open up a packaging company because I think I have the best packaging. <laughs> it wouldn't be a bad idea, actually, though. I mean, really. I mean, there, you could do the packaging. You could do the labels. You could do we the box. We need packaging. We're always looking for it. We I got great. Pa- I'll sh- I brought some uh, samples to show you, Bob. Nice. But you know what? Let's talk to Bob for a moment. What, what, do you, what is it that you do? Where are you? What's the name of your collective or dispensary? Um, well, we are Nature's Alternative Solutions. We are uh, located in Newport Beach. Uh, Orange County. I find that very interesting. What's it like being in Newport? I, th- I thought they um, didn't they try um, to. I heard they nice. were. We got you know our members. They're really good people. We're very fortunate with the members that we have. Um, it's more the upper scale patients that we deal with. Um, 
I guess Does the, the city have a problem with you guys being there? No. Well, I heard there were two cities that you were not allowed to sell, and that was Newport Beach and Huntington Beach. Well, it really depends on um, your business, business practices. If you run it properly, there's absolutely nothing really they can do. We pay our taxes. We're a true not-for-profit. Um, all the volunteer members down here don't get paid for what we do. I don't get paid for what I do. We work lots of hard hours. Everybody works for free. Everybody works for free. Yeah, I've been down to Nature's Alternative Solutions, and I could say that they're actually probably one of the most legitimate collectives. I mean, there's no vendors. They don't deal with that whatsoever. You know, they're very strict about, you know, what kind of um, the patients they accept and how they treat those patients. They give patients voting rights. Um, yes, so when you come yeah. in and you make a donation, part of that goes to a charity, and you actually get to pick which charity. I know you guys have been honored for giving money to charities, right? Yeah, we give charities. Uh, every quarter we do a charity. Um, the members pick the charity. The members bring the charities to us. We pick three charities every quarter to put on the ballot. How do I get my charity uh, on your list? You just come on down there and let us know what charity it is, and our members will vote on it. Yeah. It's not up to the board of directors. Okay. We do not make any decisions. What, what our members the, do it all. What were some of the charities you guys have donated to in the past? Um, we started out with Normal. We started out with them. We were giving them donations monthly for a while. And also the amputees, right? You guys well, give money. That was the last one we did. It was uh, in Huntington Beach at the pier, the Amputee Surfer Foundation. They help Iraqi veterans uh, that lose their limbs in war. I, I didn't back hear about water. that. We went down there and we handed them over a check and um, it was really awesome. One of our uh, wow, that's great. volunteers is an amputee. He lost uh, his leg oh in a motorcycle God. accident and he brought that one to us and he used to surf, and they got him out on the water that day, and it was really awesome. Wow. And he's my nephew, so. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. Have you had any problems? Did you go to the police and say, hey, I'm Bob. I'm opening up a dispensary. And no. When we first opened up, we didn't advertise. It was all word of mouth. Only doctors knew of us. Um, from day one, when we've been paying our taxes so that everyone gets their money from us. Everyone but us, of course. <laughs> um, but isn't that the way it's supposed to be? The way I look at it and the way I read the guidelines and but my understanding, yes. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, he's always there. If you go down to Alternative Solutions, you could talk to Bob and he can give you a consult on what, what strain is best for you. I know that you guys make sure all your strains are tested yes. and that you guys inspect them for like molds and pesticides. And if anything has the slightest sign, you guys turn it away. I know that. Yeah. Strains, how many strains do you guys have? It varies in our collection since we don't deal with vendors. Um, we probably have anywhere from about 75 strains that we go through. Not all at one time. You know, we bring some in. Right. We take it out. We'll bring it back a few months later. We'll grow another crop of it. We just we like to alter it all. But there's so about guys, 75 of them that we go through. So you guys will grow. You guys grow all the medicine that you guys have there. Yes. That's fantastic. Yes. Either our members do, or you know, we do. Yeah. You know, and. Bob, we make all the edibles. We do Bob, everything. a self-contained collective, just like how it's supposed to be. Exactly. Spirit of the law. What made you get started in this industry? Mm, I started really, really young. Um, like what? I was one of those guys that followed the Grateful Dead around. I was a deadhead. You were a deadhead. <laughs> and uh, my You don't look like one. <laughs> my older mentors that I hung out with looked at it as medicine. I hung out with a gentleman that was a doctor. And he's the one who taught me. Uh, was this about locally? That. I mean, this you, is all or, Huntington or, or, Beach. I oh, was you're Huntington, Huntington Beach. Beach. Yeah, I've been hey. here since I was five years old. Hey. Very cool. Yeah. Yay, HB. <laughs> so, that's wait, we're supposed to be in a secret place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, it's giving out too much info. <laughs> it's a big place. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, that's where it started. Um, when I was young, we used to help people with cancer, AIDS. I've always believed that it was medicine. Um, that's where I learned my craft for the edibles. Um, I find eating it is truly more medicinal. You know. Yes, I totally agree with you. And um, depends on how much sugar. Oh well, did, our edibles did you, are no sugar. Did you guys see? Just uh, sorry to distract well, you guys, but did you guys see the recent Doctor Oz show? And uh, don't get me started. Oh, don't <laughs> okay, get maybe me we should started. save that for the next segment. Let's uh-huh. let's, yes. let's save that. We'll start with that. I just so. got <laughs> normal after that. I was so I I was so in. Okay. We'll, we'll talk Forget about, about next it. segment. We'll talk, next segment. Uh, yeah, because uh, I will go off Oz on that. We we He's an idiot. Oh, trust me. That's probably why we don't know who it is. So, how long? I mean, when did you get started? Um, Basically, as a business, a, a, a nonprofit, filing your papers. It's doing been over every, a year now. Last year okay. we started. We um, for one whole year we did not advertise. It was all word of mouth, just doctors. Uh, the members that we were able to bring in at that point were doctors, lawyers, teachers. Ex-sheriffs, ex-police officers. of Senior Newport citizens, Beach, teachers. senior citizens. We help out seniors that are in their 90s, 80s. I've gone personally to their houses to help the ones in hospice. That's fantastic. Um, so so, the, so the, the retired law enforcement or the teachers, they are getting their medicinal, they're getting their cards then. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. fantastic they, to hear. They really appreciate that we're 21 and over because they're not going to see their students there or their students' right. friends it, there. They exactly. really appreciate what they do. And that's how it should be treated. Oh, yeah, it, no. It, you know, because you don't have like stoners and pretty much skateboarders no. hanging around. And, no, we're, you know, that freaks me out. When I see a kid coming yeah. outside, if, that's just wrong. That's not what this is supposed to be. We're not liquor stores. We're not a hangout. It's not a bar. What happens when kids 21 and over come in and you guys turn them away? Do people ever get upset or are they pretty understanding of that? Actually, they're really understanding. They just say, oh, we're sorry. We'll be back when we're 21. (laughs) Which just shows, you know, I mean, uh, generally cannabis smokers, young or old, you know, are pretty respectful. You know, if you give them rules, they will follow them. You know, in our neighborhood, we're very fortunate where we are. Do you live in the do you live, uh, you know, in this area? Oh, yeah. Oh, very yeah. cool. Look, and Can- Candace brings up a good point. You know, we, we have very few rules to follow, and so there, but there are some. No, and so the they're clear. There's rules yeah, there. Yeah, they're clear. And so if you guys are following those rules, it's not hard for people right. to follow it's, the rules. Right. Do it's exist. real easy. Yeah. We don't it's have rules really like easy. Colorado has rules, but we have some we have gray rules. We have guidelines you know? that we have to follow, and a lot of people like to interpret them to fit their own needs let's yes say. but don't yeah. you think that it depends on uh the law enforcement in that city that, that determines the reactions well how can uh, the law enforcement look at something that's benefiting people when you have senior citizens that are coming in that actually are benefiting hugely from this how can they look at someone like me and think that we're doing anything anything wrong when we look at it as it is truly medicine that's why we have chemistry come in couple of times a week and everything we test that's what we bring in if we don't test it we don't bring it in because how can you say it's not how can you say it's medicine because if you don't test it, it? but pharmaceutical companies they, they they have their own they test they do they do their own tests on their own medicine I mean can the cannabis industry is saying we won't even we'll go to a third party to test our medicine and that's and, and we are we don't even have the regulations that the pharmaceutical companies have and yet we still are saying we're, we're going to give an unbiased laboratory test when we know the pharmaceutical results are when they make their own tests they skew them to their own advantage well you know we don't what have that option today is and we, we we really must acknowledge it it's the unhappy birthday the 50th anniversary of single convention treaty 
outlawing cannabis, mm. March 30th, uh, 1961. One. Yeah, because we've never yeah. broken a treaty, right? <laughs> so let's it, honor and respect this it, one till the end. Yeah, right, That's right, the Indians. right, yeah. right. Yeah. I mean, uh, how can we get it back to where it's supposed to be? Oh, uh, what do you mean by that? Well, I mean, it like, was demonized in the 30s by Hearst, by well, uh, they DuPont. they did it because of the money. <laughs> they, exactly. But they are the ones them. that controlled everything. It's time that the money's going to bring it back, though, I think now, though. Because I think the exactly money's on the other it side is. of it. Unfortunately. So, you know, it's come, I think it's come full circle. You know, it's almost been 100 years since the first state um, illegal, made it illegal. Um, it took, uh, I think, like 20 years after that till 37 for it to become federally illegal. But... Um, yeah. Well, and, and we're going we're gonna to have, we're going to see the, we already have seen the Department of, of uh, Health and Human Services. Um, there's a division of, of them that uh, the Institutes on National Health. Um, their cancer.gov site just yes. Yes. updated their website. I mean, so we have a Health and Human Services okay, Department. And, and Sam, what was it that the American Cancer Institute, is that, was it the National? National Institute on Cancer. Okay, and what did they say? Um, that the endogenous cannabinoid system does help regulate our body. And they were putting it on their, on their uh, treatment programs. Um, I don't know if it was on their treatment programs, but they recognize that there are treatment programs that do benefit uh, patients when they have, because of the cannabinoid system, marijuana is effective as a, as a healing herb. And, and the thing that they pointed out was, despite, with the language, I don't have it right in front of me, but the, the, despite the fact that it is an illegal substance, for thousands of years it has been used for medicinal purposes. Well, wait a minute. This I mean, article this article said the first federal agency to yeah, acknowledge that's, and that's what's interesting is it's a federal agency that's acknowledging right. it so maybe we're on the road to rescheduling it. I mean if they now have published research by a federal agency saying that there is medical benefits well, I mean, that's cause for us to you know try you know this other route. Well did you see they put out two the first article said one thing that they put out and then it was changed which I found very interesting. Uh, they replaced a sentence about marijuana's direct anti-tumor effect with one stating that is, it is prescribed mainly to battle nausea, pain, and insomnia among cancer patients. The original didn't, did not say that, so they changed it. Do you think the government had something to do with that change? Well, of course they did. But. I mean, look what happened when Seattle put out that pro-legalization piece. They had the drugs fly down for yeah, a but, lunch meeting. But they didn't care. They still went on to publish more articles. And the fact that they did, the fact that they published more articles and, um, and we were able to have a, a National Institute okay, on Cancer Okay, you know do what? That. I'm getting the hook. We'll be back on RenegadeTalk.fm for Cannabis Thursday. Looking for a verbal hand job? Yes, 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 yes. Release your frustrations and listen to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm in Los Angeles. My name is Richie Kepler, along with the queen of cannabis in Orange County, Patty Cakes, and uh, all her lovely friends of the cannabis world. And I just love sitting in this room getting blown the fuck out. Thank you, Patty. Welcome, thank you, baby. gentlemen. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you so much. I can stutter when she touches me. Anyway, how you doing, dude? Good. He's like, uh, good, good, good. Anyway, he's a little bit of Nirvana. Yeah. Bring 
Welcome back to Cannabis Thursday. I'm Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis, and I'm here with my good friend Candace of Normal. Say hi, Candace. Hello, everybody, and come down to HempCon in LA at the convention center this weekend and visit us at our booth. Um, that's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's going to be really cool. Hundreds of vendors, speakers, and Ziggy Marley is going to be playing on Saturday. So come down to my booth, support us, and come say hi and take a picture with me. Hey, do you know how much it is? I think it's like $20, but it'll be well worth it. It's going to be a great show this year. And where where again is it? It's at the Los Angeles Convention Center, um, Hall K. Very Candace. good. Very good. And Sam, we're so glad you're back in the studio with us. I really miss seeing you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It was, uh, it, I, I missed you guys so much. I had a call in last week. I know. We loved it. You were so <laughs> excited. Tell us about what happened, though, in like a sentence. Well, okay. In a sentence, Susan Soros had her medical, had her marijuana charges dismissed. She was raided twice. They uh, coupled both raids into one crime of possession and one count of possession um, and one count of cultivation. They even arrested her dog, right? They did arrest her dog. It was. They They're even arrested so her roommate, who just happened to be there and, so and rented a room and and was just scratching now, his balls. Now, wait the a minute. Time. Did the dog have to post bail? <laughs> yeah, he. The dog actually. Um, I went to her house and 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 got a few of her things and and took some uh, footage of her uh, of the destruction and I saw some. Um, dog feces that had been smeared into the carpet. I'm sure the police had a fun time. Oh, they're so wonderful. Um, They protect and save us. Oh, man, it's awful. They have this obsession with poop, the cops do. I remember when they raided Joe Grumbine's house, they left a big steaming (laughs) load in every single one of the toilets on his property. And And then here with the carpet, what is it? It's disgusting. Well, It's disgusting. They seriously have problems. Regular people don't do that stuff. It just proves that they are full of shit. It does. (laughs) Anyway, um, we are going to talk with Jeff. Jeff is with Canna Chemistry. And I was real excited when Candace said that you were going to be coming, so I brought you some edibles to test for me. Awesome. And um, you just don't look like the type of person. Bob, on the other hand, (laughs) a little bit. (laughs) But Jeff, I mean, you just look like, you got out of the nerd college and very clean cut, educated, yeah, yeah. professional looking. I would take say. Take pride in that. <laughs> I mean, he looks like he has his PhD in a science. Well, lab- laboratories yeah. should should do that, and I think that uh, when we deal with the scientists in the labs. Um, just like when we when we talk to doctors, um, you know there needs to be a level of professionalism. As as exactly. you know, Bob's you know when we go to and so to see to see these places like um, that, that that Jeff has, I love having a, a place that we can say, "Hey, Grandma, go here and and take a look exactly. around." Exactly, that's okay. what we did. We built our place so when my mom comes in there, she doesn't kick my ass. Exactly. exactly. Well, exactly. because they're so educated and they know. Everybody knows exactly what they're taking. Okay. When they come into Bob's, everyone knows that their medicine's safe. And now, where um, clean, no mildew. Tell us what exactly that you do. I know that you're a scientist and you have a lab. Mm-hmm. And you know, do you have like Igor as a partner or something? Uh, yeah, he uh, actually is the organic chemist, Igor. I love it. I absolutely. <laughs> tell us exactly what you do there. So what we do is we do gas chromatography. I had that on my list because. I, I, I'm an idiot when it comes to science and math. So I wrote it down, like, what is it? Yeah, I didn't know much about it until my chemist talked to me about it either. I'm a, actually a business major, but we 
I partnered up with the chemist who does the the laboratory. Type How did thing you find him? Stuff. Did you put an ad out for Mad Scientists of Cannabis? Well, he's an old friend of mine, and he was out of work because of this recent downturn in the economy. Uh, he lost his job, and he needed something to do. And I was getting out of business school, and we found an opportunity to start a laboratory. And, and make were sure you always interested in cannabis? I mean, are you like a pot smoker from years back, or? I mean, yeah, did you I mean, re- research and study? Yeah, I, I've been doing it a long time. And uh, Do you have a, can- a cannabis pharmaceutical <laughs> degree? Uh, no. What's a cannabis pharmaceutical degree? I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, a pharmacy <laughs> degree wow, in Patty. cannabis. No. Uh, you should start teaching that. <laughs> Would you go to weed college? Yeah. yeah. I, I, you know what? Put it on my list. New, no, new class for Gecko. I'll put it on my list. There you go. Well, I am an ex-teacher. I taught children and adults, Candace, so I'm ready to teach. Really, the the idea, the way this all got started was the concern for the patients out there, that there's nobody doing quality control. And the fact is that there's a lot of people that aren't doing it like Bob is, and they're going through vendors and guys where they don't really have the knowledge. Right, you don't know if they're of, spraying it with an insecticides right. or poisonous. Vendors are, are against the guidelines, okay. which in my terms, that is illegal to deal with. I've gone to collectives before and talked to them and mentioned testing and stuff, and they're like, oh, our kind of clientele doesn't care about testing. They just care about prices and selection. And I'm like, they that's care. not where it's supposed to be. You know, they, That's not they, how it is. And so I agree that those people are out there, and so that's why we need to push this. You know, well, those are the people testing. we don't meet those people. Yeah. Very lucky. But I understand it's very expensive because when I first started out, mm-hmm. I thought that was the only way to go. Right. But when I learned what the cost was and everything that you do, had to be tested it was and I'm a little person mm-hmm. you know I mean I, I could see if I was a, a, a large collective I would do I, I mean there's no doubt in my mind that I wouldn't do I mean I would definitely do that right so what does it entail uh, well we do cannabinoid profiling which is screening it, for the THC CBD what do I have to bring you to get that uh, we need a half gram sample. We can test any kind of product, whether it's an edible, tincture, uh, it could be oil, it could be just plant product. Oh, so I just bring my edible or my bag of my little gram of pot to your place and you, you test it for what? And we can test it for cannabinoids, which is the, the chemicals that get you high. I call it the determining factor. Right. And uh, we can also screen it. We can do microbiological screening, uh, which is, you know, screening it for molds and bacteria and that kind of thing. And then we can also screen it for pesticides. Okay. So what if I bring my uh, edibles or my um, cannabis to you and you say, these are bad? I mean, am I going to die? I guess that just depends... And I mean, on what exactly is in there, what quantities in there. Um, patients with different kind of conditions person. might yeah. be more susceptible to certain things. Like there might be someone who's really sensitive and they can't have any kind of trace of pesticides, you well, know, because that's something system. they're allergic to or low immune system. I mean, so at, at least it's that's, there so people know. It's very much the case that it's person to person as to Condition. how something's going to affect somebody. What melody they have or illness. Right. Everybody's different. Exactly. And I know that I have, uh, you know, patients that want different things, like either indica or sativa or whatever or a blend. And, you know, uh, pain, if I came into your place, would I come into your place as a person 
or do I have to be a, I, as a patient, can I come to your place? As a patient, I will test. I do test for a few patients um, that just want to know what's in the medicine that they're getting and their collective smart. does not want to bear the cost. That's smart. So it does, I, I do do that. Uh, yeah, for or some even patients. for your own grow, you might want to know, you know what? Well, then yeah. strain you're growing, uh, if it's strong, if you should grow next season oh, for yourself. About half my portfolio is growers. Um, I just, but I thought you just said up, that you didn't. In downstream. So you're saying you deal with growers opposed to patients more so. I deal with about about half my clients are growers and about half my clients are dispensaries. Um, well, I that's do where have, they get it from, so it makes sense. I do sense. have a few yes. uh, patients that will test medicine that they get from a dispensary. How long, how long does the te- testing process take? Uh, it depends on what test you're running. The cannabinoids take uh, two days. Do I want something with high cano- cannabinoids or low cannabinoids? Uh, it just depends on the person. You know, a lot of people like something that's around 10, 12 percent because they won't get any panic attacks or anxiety or anything like that. And then you've got some people that need more yeah. and and. And what would they want it to be higher? It, it really just depends on how the person is and how it's treating their ailment. Candace, you were going to say something, or Sam? What's some of the highest uh, CBD levels you've seen? Good question. We got that one. Yeah, actually, it's uh, what was it? It was like eight percent THC and seven percent CBD. Yeah, something well, like that. And that is uh, almost one to one ratio. F- it's, it's it's freaky how high the THC <laughs> is along with that CBD. It's just not something that you see. Uh, run about 3,600 samples what now. What strain I've never was that? Seen anything like that. The one with the really high CBD, what was that? That's a Hubba Bubba. It's a Bubba Kush Hubba crossed Bubba. with lavender. Mm. Very nice. What, uh, it's, what, was, what was crossed with? Bubba Kush and lavender. And lavender. Wow. And mm. it just turned out to be the way it is. It was a lucky I scene. bet it had a nice smell also. Great smell. Great, great aroma. Great taste. All the mm. way around, it's really good medicine. The seniors really, really enjoy that one because of the CBDs. And the what CBDs it, what, are really Okay, important. so what does that mean Can you when you just said that? that? The CBDs for old people. This, that's really what helps with the pain and the arthritis I need, and the okay. back issues. I'm an old and person. The, and it's just that's what they were. They're after. They don't want the THC. The THC is what more the younger crowd. So like the, the um, CBD, C, you don't get a head trip with the CBDs. Not at all. Oh, right. I don't want them. Basically, what happens is the CBD will block the receptor in your brain, so it stops or the effect of the THC, which is why you don't really get that head high, but it does affect you uh, neurologically, help with pain. Um, CBDs have been shown to help drug addicts get off of right. their habits. We talked about yeah. that one once on the show, and uh, it was, you know, the more research that I do, the more... I, I, it, 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 I'm in shock that our government... It's not that they're stupid. It's just that they don't want to do it. Because why, Bob? <laughs> I, I think it's we're gonna come back. Bob, Bob Wiley. We are going to come back and we're going to talk, started. We're gonna talk about the great Dr. Oz. He needs to go back to Kansas or wherever. He, it wasn't all bad what he said, but he's a little uh, confused. We'll be back. Looking for a verbal hand job? 
A councilman from Dearborn, Michigan, is outraged over a 911 call. He wants to know why no charges have been filed against a police officer who admits to confiscating marijuana from suspects and then baking it in brownies. And once he and his wife were full and high, they thought they'd overdosed and called 911. I think I'm having an overdose of the show as my wife. Overdose of what? Marijuana. But I don't know if it had something in it. Can you please send rescue? Did you guys have fever or anything? No, I'm just, I think we're dying. Okay, how much did you guys have? I, I don't know. We made brownies, and I think we're dead. Time is going by really, 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 really slow. Okay, what do you think of that? I'm dying! Uh, that was funny. I'd like you to say something real quick. Go ahead. That's the great thing about Jeff here is um, before we had him involved with what we're doing, um... We know that our edibles are very, very strong, and we've had situations like that happen with members. Right. Um, once we met Jeff here, we were able to tell them exactly what they were supposed to eat. And um, and they're tested and they're clean, yeah, so well, you don't run into a situation like that. You're not supposed like to eat much right. more than 25 mils of mm-hmm. THC, mm-hmm. and we make products that are you know 100 mils for a little tiny cookie that's two inches round. Mm-hmm. And if someone that can't handle that eats that much, they have that 911 call. They have that 911 call. So without Jeff telling us what's in there, we can't tell you what to do. And Jim, we're so going to get into Jeff a lot more because he's very important to the show and to the cannabis world out there, all you people that smoke Definitely. cannabis. Anyway, a little bit of the Pusher Man Steppenwolf. It's uh, the queen of cannabis patty cakes. You'll be right here in a few seconds and you're listening to Renegade Talk FM in Los Angeles. You know I've seen a lot of people walking around with tombstones in their eyes. Welcome back, everyone. It's Cannabis Thursday. I'm Patty Cakes, the queen of cannabis, and with my friend Candace from Normal. How do they get you, Candace? If you want to contact me um, and also to send questions for the end of the month for Professor Brett to be on, ask him any question about growing, um, security, the cannabis world, send my send an email or anything about Orange County Normal to Candice, K-A-N-D-I-C-E-O-C-N-O-R-M-L at AOL.com or else visit our website, orangecountynormal.org or call 1-877-OC-NORMAL. Sam? How do, how do we get you? Well, first of all, let's go back to uh, utilizing Brett as a resource to help someone grow. I mean, he's a, a, a huge, he's a master grower, and anybody who is interested in growing, they really should take advantage of contacting Candace at Hussey Normal and for any questions re- uh, regarding their own, their own uh, crops. That's great. Thanks. And how do, what is your, uh, how do they get a hold of you, Sam? Me, I'm medicalmarijuana411.com, and that's medicalmarijuana411.com uh, on Facebook as well. Um, and we're uh, we're like the Huffington Post of cannabis. So if you I love that story. because I love the Huffington Post. And <laughs> and Bob, how do we get you? Um, I'd say just Google us, Nature's Alternative Solutions. Okay, thank you. And you know it, it's been so crazy, but and we love having somebody here that is an expert. Because there's so many um, errors out there. There's so, there's so much garbage out there about, you know, the potency or whatever of cannabis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when do you think or what, what, do you think that's going to change? Do uh, you see what you do uh, growing more places, more labs? Like it becoming the standard for everyone? You yes. Mean? Yes. Uh, I think it's important for a patient. I mean, it, it matters to them. 
because yeah. it depends. Time. I mean, they're the ones spending the money and they're looking for something that they know is going to work for them. So when they find something that works or a level that works for them for their favorite method of ingestion, yeah. you know, they want to be able to find something that's comparable to it. And every crop's going to be different. Every time you go, they're going to have different stuff. So if you know kind of what numbers you like, yeah, I think it'll be the norm. Um, well, within years, is- everyone will be expecting to have their medicine, you know, tested and know how strong it is. What differs you from other labs? Like, how is your lab different from other labs that are in California? Um, well, I know there's other labs that do it, but we take extra precautions to make sure that all of our tests are accurate. What are the extra precautions? I mean, what do you mean by that? Why, why wouldn't someone's another lab take the same precautions? Uh, it's it's just an expensive. There's, oh, okay. It, it's expensive. We have. Uh, Do you have special machinery? Yeah, we have the equipment? luxury of having a, a mass spectrometer as well as a detector. Really? So is that expensive? That's like CSI stuff. Yeah, it's. Uh, it sounded scary. It's a little pricey. Um, it, it's it's definitely uh, a big investment, uh, but I believe that it's worth it because when you get standards. Um, from a chemical company and standards are what we calibrate our machinery off of. Um, that's how we actually identify and quantify things uh, through using these different uh, scanning techniques. Did, now, gas. do places that use your services, do you give them a cannabis stamp of approval like the good housekeeping? Uh, no. Am you I going to have something on my wall that says, <laughs> Jeff says I'm fine? We get a certificate. Yeah, you get a certificate. Oh, okay, that says well, right. And the members do like it. <laughs> you they, pass. That you pass the the test. Are you guys going to make up a, a label similar to like food labels? Um, do you guys already have those? Or are you guys in the process of? It? Yeah, we make the labels for the uh, for the uh, for the packaging and everything. They say you know tested by can of chemistry the strain. Um, a very very cool. That's so yeah. important. And the and the information there as well. And the people that are really serious about cannabis, yeah. those are the people that use you. And those yeah. numbers are growing. Do you see an influx of these so-called self-proclaimed doctors and pharmacists that will be doing what you're doing? Like there have been with dispensaries. Yeah, you know, I, I've seen a lot of them popping up, um, which is not great. I mean, <laughs> you know, you see a lot of these guys popping up with no experience or they didn't, well, they didn't hire anybody with experience. Right. And um, So you're going to succeed. And they take shortcuts, that yeah. kind of thing. And we've put together an association to try and bring the clubs together or bring the laboratories together so that everybody uh, will be operating on the same playing field and it'll be down to competing on service and, and those kind of things. Yeah, once we, you know, work out the kinks with the idiots that control us, right. you know, we will definitely have... We will never work those out. <laughs> well, we'll get to a point. But Tell first of all, idiots. I, I want to talk about the great Dr. Oz. Can I touch on one some real quick? Oh, sure, one of the benefits sure. about testing is uh, you can get a bud that's beautiful and crystalline, and you're going to think it's the best in the world. And, and it'll it, smell good? And it smells good. And it'll taste good? And the bud tender's going to sit there and tell you, oh, yeah, it's 22%. It is. And then you give it to Jeff here, and he tests it, and he comes back and says, Bob, it's only 8%. Yeah. <laughs> and you know how often that happens? I know. It happens all the time. <laughs> it's, um, it's really tough, but we still go ahead and say, okay, Jeff, you're right, and we still tell our members that. But be fair, it goes the other way, too. But it does go the other <laughs> way, because I'll personally have something. I think... Um, well, recently we had something come in. I didn't even try it. I re- told the 
the, our member who grew it for us, we didn't want it. Now, could Jeff you tell that? Jeff it, just, I got spanked, and it turned out to be almost 18%. <laughs> you know, so uh, now we have a so, lot of it. So you can't go by... Uh, smell and taste nope. or you know look nope. and I've been it, doing it, this the, for 25 years and um, the D he keeps proving me wrong yeah I mean it, it was a shock to me too because I always thought that you could kind of tell from looking at it you know how big the trikes are how many there are that kind of thing but means what nothing. you can't see is you can't see the quantity of yes. oil that those trikes produced and you can't really see the concentration that was produced. Well, and that's, that's so, what the scientists, I mean, the, the results are what the labs are going to give and us and that's all that everything. Yep. That's, and that's why our members appreciate it so much is because we do it with the edibles and the flowers and it's the only way to go to make it truly medicinal. That's the difference from street pot to medicinal. Right. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. People out there stop and buying street pot. As I call it, weeding exactly. out the shit. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, when you Stop walk into Bob's place and you see all those labels all over there, doesn't it just a different environment? Oh, yeah, it's totally different. I mean, it, it's definitely professional. Yeah, and I'm taking the gassing out and making it more like a pharmacy, more like a, you know. Well, people, when they first walk in, they think they're coming into a doctor's office and they've actually walked out. And they need to, th they need to think <laughs> and that. And they come they back in a couple of times and they ask us, is, is this the right place? Because that's what it, that's what it is. Basically, exactly. I mean, it's, 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 it's a pharmacy. It's a pharmacy. It's a place for sick people to come get their meds safe and safe. legal access. Right. That's what it's all about, a safe and legal would, access. Would you say 60% of your patients are over 50? I'd say 70% of them right now. Very, yeah. Which it, is why the CBD levels, are, which you're only going to get with lab results, are, are so important because they're yep. so effective for that generation. Candace has been actually speaking to, to that generation uh, at a few different occasions. And I know that she um, has also heard that, that they don't want to get high necessarily. No, they don't like to get spaced out. They just want their pains to go away. They want to go exactly. on with their life and go shopping and hang out with the girls. They don't want to get spaced out high. Right. Yeah. Which is why they don't want to be the, on the opiates either. No. Drooling. Yeah, screw the opiates. It's all about the CBDs. It'll get you off the opiates. But you know what? We got to go back to Dr. Oz because right. we, we didn't finish that conversation, but l let's do it quickly because yeah, he isn't entitled to that much. Anyway, uh, <laughs> he did a show on autism well, a month first, ago. He did a show on autism a month ago. I watched that show and halfway through the show I wrote a letter saying what are you crazy there you don't have anything about cannabis on your show I mean I wrote him a letter that was so long and from what I understand Candace you said a lot of people did uh, well yeah he had a show on medical marijuana which what, we no, have to go back and kind of explain who Dr. Oz is he started on the Oprah Winfrey show he was a regular guest that would come on and do these really kind of gruesome but interesting like um uh, medical tips oh uh, yeah and how your body works and all this stuff so he has his own spin-off show now called the dr oz show it's a daytime tv don't watched by them. like household moms and stuff is like, he a real doctor or is yeah he like oh dr. yeah he's Phil? a real doctor he's yeah he's okay. i forget what kind he's of doctor, doctor he is, but he's real, written right? he's written several books and he's it a practicing be. physician maybe not now anymore but um he oh, had a show just Dentist, recently maybe. um with montel williams um also dr donald abrams who was at the medical cannabis conference just recently in laguna woods and also Dr. Andrea Barthwell from the, the from the federal government from the and National Institute of Drug Control Policy or something. I'm not exactly sure. But anyway, this is. show, I thought, I mean, I wrote a, another letter, scathing letter. And, and the reason why he had that show, uh, Candace, was because of all the, the response that he got because he did not say one thing about cannabis 
on the autism show. That's how he got that Canna- show. Cannabis is great for autism. Yeah, exactly. And well, we I didn't know think that. it was all bad. I thought it was really interesting. I thought that Montel Williams gave a lot of good points and so did Dr. Abrams. And so I was like, yeah, yeah. For like a lot of things, I'm like, you tell them, you know, like, <laughs> because they really gave a lot of statements that Andrea Barthwell couldn't combat, you know, about tell like us why, who- like he was like, why is tobacco is allowed? You know, and he's like asking her who's actually the lady in control of it, um, you know, why tobacco? And she's like, it is because it is. You know, that was her answer of why tobacco, which has no medical benefits, kills thousands of people every year, costs us money, is still illegal. It is because it is. Now, you know, to that same thing with Who alcohol. is she? Big money. Uh, who is she? I, Again, who is she? You know exactly her bio, but she's the lady in control of um, uh, national drug, compoli- drug policy. I thought that was Eric Holder. She might be the Surgeon General. Yeah. I forget. People should write and tell us. I'll look it up for next week. But um, also very interesting um, was uh, Montel Williams pointed out that she also is partly employed by an overseas drug company. Um, they're doing independent research, unbiased research in the United States on uh, medicines for the United Kingdom. So, you know, they don't want to do the research there because there's a biased population. So they're doing this testing here and she's working on making medical cannabis available for them while at the same time preventing it in the United States. Really? So, yeah, and she really had nothing to say, you know, and she's like, well, you know, it's just, it's illegal in, in the United States and that's why, you know, it's, right. it's just like the robots. Yeah, she, it's the but robot. But we really kind of spanked her. But then he was also very concerned, you know, about it getting Who's out he? of the wrong Who's hands, he? Dr. Oz. And no. he had a couple fiery audience members too that were like... Very vocal. Yeah, very vocal. And so, but I think overall it was a really good um, show. I think that it, you know, got to a lot of moms and stuff and wasn't totally negative. It wasn't, but you know what really got me about him? He did not do his research because he made dumb statements about kids getting uh, involved. I mean, hello, look at the kids that... Uh, that happens all the time. I, I mean, he's just naive to it. He doesn't know. He's an idiot. Well, I he, mean, he, he was he, just an he, idiot. His, his, uh, no, I mean, he's very smart. He was trying his, to his, 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 his audience has that question. And so he's using that platform, having a TV show, a national dialogue to no, take place. No, that was, did you watch the show? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but he, that was his opinion but in the I, end. Well, that's a corporate, he has to maintain the corporate policy, which is the national rhetoric. Corporations drive the national and rhetoric And you know what? He anyway. went home and smoked a joint that night. I would have to be speculating on that one. But, um, I mean, as, as, as a journalist. I know what Montel Williams did. Definitely Montel Williams. Yeah. And, 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 and he was great. Oz knows, Dr. Oz knows, great. just like Dr. Oz knows the benefits of, of medical cannabis on the endogenous cannabinoid system. And he said that to an audience that was not ready to hear that because they hear... They have the same questions that he posed uh, from the devil's advocate standpoint, which is, what about the kids? And, and, and what so, about this uh, story of the U.S. government moves closer to admitting cannabis has medical uses? Um, which one is... It, that, oh, that, the, it, yeah, yeah, that's the... Yesterday uh, it came out. That's, that's the uh, cancer.gov um, you know, site that we... You know, the, and, and that's, we want to keep reinforcing this because people need to know this. But, and, and they that, really do. And that's why... And that's why more and more people uh, have an interest in cannabis. If you, if you type, go to Google and you do a, a keyword cannabis and then do a keyword on alcohol and do a keyword on, on weed or, or marijuana, you're going to have entirely different 
words with, with different um, positive or negative connotations. Alcohol has a whole bunch of negative connotations on the first page, and cannabis has entirely positive connotations on the first page. And, 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 and people know that, but they don't have the answers as to why that is. And we're figuring that out, and we need people like um, with Jeff, labs like Jeff. Yes. At, at Canna Chemistry. And, yes. and, 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 and then places like the, that Bob has, because there, there are some dispensaries and owners out there that, that don't uh, do, care about patients. Right. So we need to not, not support sad. them. You know, we need to support but how do like they Bob. know? You know, people that they aren't know. in, I mean, really people in the loop, they don't really know. When they come to our collective, they know. Exa- they thank well, us on I a mean. daily basis because we put a lot of hours in and sometimes I don't know if it's worth it or not because we don't get paid. But when they come in and they thank us, I know it's worth it, it's it because worth that's it. the kind of person I am. Exactly. You're getting and lots of wood up in heaven to build a castle. Exactly. <laughs> hey, um, you know, in the UK, they finally cleared... Uh, Cannabis ice cream, cake, and beer have been cleared on health grounds by Australia's food watchdog. How about that? So that's all going to be legal there. One of our listeners in the uh, on, online actually just um, just emailed us uh, a link to Salon.com where Andre- Andrea Barthwell is the new, um, when we do have to verify this, so if anybody else wants to verify this, they can. Um, but Andrea Barthwell is the um, new spokesperson for GW Pharmaceuticals. Helping them get Sativex approved. So, so she, and, and if you look at her, you can kind of tell she doesn't take her own medicinal advice or yeah, he- health, and, health diet <laughs> and exercise. I mean, it is, it is, it is comical. But um, she is a new spokesperson for Sativex. And so we would like to thank our listeners for letting us know that. Um, thank you so much. When was that sent? Just now? Just now. Just now. One of our listeners. Wow, we're we're so happy. And if there's anything else you ever want us to, you know, talk about or comment on, just send us an email, just like they did. How did they do that, Sam? Uh, well, one of our listeners knows me, so they just uh, sent that to me and texted me and said, "Get check out this link." So you know what? We have to go. We'll be right back, and uh, for a little more of Cannabis Thursday. More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back to RenegadeTalk.fm in Los Angeles, where we're having a great time having fun here at the beach, smoking some cannabis and looking at the bikini babes walk around. It's just a hard life that we need. Oh, they just came back yep. Well, who? Who? Yeah, who are they? Bikini babes were in I know, bikini, I know. I got the bikini babes are all over the place now. They all came out. Anyway, we're having a great time today at Cannabis the Thursday. Out. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And um, we got Patty, the queen of cannabis on Cannabis Thursday with all her cannabis friends who are very, very intelligent, I might add, and I've learned a lot listening to this conversation. Here's a little bit of Bobby. I learned a lot listening to Bobby. And Bob. No matter what they do, no matter what we do, they still stone you. Is well, that right, they tr- guys? They, they they try some some listen to listen to this DEA officer trying to stone somebody. There's a there's a DEA officer who stopped at a ranch in Texas and he talked to the rancher there, 
I told the rancher, I need to inspect your ranch for the illegal drugs that we think are growing there. And the rancher said, oh, okay, but, but don't go into that field over there, pointing to the west. And a uh, DEA officer didn't like uh, hearing where he couldn't go, so he Power. Ver- verbally exploded and goes, you see this badge here? This gives me the authority of the federal government, and I can go anywhere I want to go on any land. No questions asked, no answers given. Have I made myself clear? Do you understand? Answer didn't didn't rancher didn't want to say anything. He just nodded and said okay, and then uh, you know hustled away. And uh, a couple a couple minutes later, he hears a screaming cry, a shrieking you know scream of of the DEA agent running towards. Oh my towards God! The help! Rancher. Help! 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 And uh, and all of a sudden, uh, coming over right behind the 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 rancher was a a huge bull, <laughs> a, a huge bull. There was a field of bulls, and um, you know he didn't know that they were just going to be wild and free over there. And so, um, you know, he, the the rancher, uh, when being questioned later on, he's like, well, well, you know, what did you what did you tell him? Uh, what did you tell the DEA agent that got gored? And and the rancher said, uh, I told him to show the bull his badge. <laughs> Isn't that what they tell everybody that gets arrested out there? Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they pretty much put, I mean, put the horns up everybody yeah. else's butts. So. Exactly. I love that. That was great. Candace, didn't you it's sign like that up? The, uh, maybe. I, yeah, it was actually nor- I did. It's funny because they think they have so much power, but like when it comes to like the wild, actual natural world, I mean, they have no power. It's just the power that we give them to control us, you know? Absolutely, it's it's good to see. It's and you know what? That is why Susan Soares um, was was had her her marijuana charges dropped. There were so many calls. The D, the DA um, went went to Susan's lawyer and said, "Who is this woman? Why?" The DA's office has not stopped ringing. She had okay. calls from all over the place, and and so they they dropped the charges. Then call there. the DEA guys if you have anybody that's in trouble or whatever. What do they do, Sam? Well, no, as a DA, you call it. You call. Like every other, you know, member of Congress, you call your elected officials, you call your DA's office, district attorney's office, um, you know, whatever you're trying to change. But if you, the power is with the, with the people. Hey, there was a big bust yesterday uh, in the Valley. There was a couple, yeah. Yeah, thousands of marijuana plants. Does anybody know about that? I saw the news and it was uh, pretty incredible what they were pulling out of there. Were these people legit, or were they all? Uh, they wouldn't bl- say anything about what was going on, other than that there was thousands. They, of it w- she wouldn't say how many suspects. Nothing I mean, at all. it was. It's there was, there was, it was six fe- locations. It was federal too. Yeah, federal. Federal. Rates. Yeah. Oh yeah. The the well the FBI led the operation. <laughs> they I mean, always have somebody hello? at every level. Uh, you know, they need a they need a DA agent. They need a FBI it, agent. It was the FBI, a, the uh, LAPD, the, the, the U.S. Drug Enforcement. I'm so scared, right. the, sick of these fucking cowboys. They like oh, think that they're gonna catch these big like busts and stuff, and they just they just blow everything out of proportion. And it's just like, leave us alone. We're not hurting people. Why don't we hear about big meth busts and heroin busts? Yeah. I mean, that's the stuff that kills people. I mean, it's sickening. Kids in South Orange County are dying from heroin overdoses and stuff. They're not doing enough there. But that, but that's the you going it's into legal. those situations. It's legal. It's legal. But going into those situations for from a, you got to look at from it from their perspective. They're going to go into the lowest hanging fruit. 
why go? Why not go after Susan Soares, who's not doesn't even have a collective. She's just growing cannabis in her home. That's the safest way to go have to go get whatever assets they think they can go right, after. Right, but the bottom line is, Sam. What I mean, she got off. Labs. She had to pay money. I think this is just our uh, friendlies, city or state, federal, whatever the fuck, trying to get money. You oh know, yeah, it's everybody's everybody's in bad shape right now. So now it's you know they're doing their magical thing by rating and all the garbage that's been going on out there. But, I mean, it's still promising. I mean, Jeff, what yeah. you're doing is, is fabulous. I mean, absolutely fabulous. It's so good you. for the community, and I think that everybody should uh, call you or send you a email. Or Yeah, our website's uh, www.canachemistry.com. And my email is jeff at canachemistry.com. Is there a dog? And you can give me a call at 310-221-1635. Sam, and we'll have that up on our website, too, um, after the show with links to the show. And And John, what about you? I want to call you. How do I get you? Yeah. People out there want to get, Um, you know, they want to see I don't know my number offhand by heart. uh, Website (laughs) or uh, whatever. Just go to the internet. You can just Google us. It's Nature's Alternative Solutions. uh, Or go to Herb Cloud, and you can check us out on there. It's easy to find us on there. And you can also go to medicalmarijuana411.com to find them as well. And exactly. everybody that's in the room is on our website. So. Right. Now, you were telling us something, you know, before we went on air about kids. Something happened today or yesterday? Oh, I heard on the news today somewhere in L.A. or something. Some kids got their hands on some uh, edible candy, bar- candy bars and uh, brought them to school and gave them to the teachers and... I guess there was a big mess out there over that. So I'm I mean, sure you know, that's not going to be a good thing they, for the community. Yeah, but you know what? If you're a responsible parent and you have that, that would be just like uh, leaving, you know, your cigarettes and alcohol on your kid's oh, yeah, desk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Parents need more responsible. Yeah, that's sensible for sure. drug use and sensible drug storage. Sensible, sensible everything. Don't make stupid decisions on their own, even with drugs. Right. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's cannabis. Kids do that yeah. with everything. Aspirin, kids will take their aspirin. their parents' volumes. They'll take their parents' Vicodins just because yeah. it's cannabis. It At doesn't least they don't know. Rock stars and like have like mini yeah. heart attacks and stuff. Yeah, so I'll, just I'll, because it's cannabis, it's not a bad. It's it's a bad thing they did it, but we shouldn't look bad as a community. Yeah, right? it's it's it, the, the whole thing looks bad for the community. But I, I think that our labels need to say marijuana is the safest ingredient and, and for edibles. I think that our labels should should have a list of everything: the sugar and well, hopefully it's made with organic. We put everything on there. Oh, but, so, but then so cannabis, do I. mind mind you, I don't. And cannabis is the safest ingredient on this list. Yes, exactly. It is the safest ingredient right. on the ingredient list of every edible made, and it needs to say that. It is, right, because it's pure. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it, unless, unless the lab result says that there's right. been uh, quality control compromised with mold. That's why you need to get in touch yeah, with Jeff. Jeff is a good thing. He told us that our edibles are the strongest. <laughs> okay, well, you know, we could always have and that the clean And the cleanest. Are, and you the know, cleanest. Or if we're you have we're a, very proud of what we got going on there. Which okay, is, any, any events or any, anything important that we should uh, let everybody know about? Well, the National up? Normal Convention coming up in Denver, Colorado on 421 through 423. And on 420 in Denver the day before is the two big, huge marijuana um, 420 smokeouts. There's one in Boulder at the... Campus Isn't of the university. 
Uh, yeah, there's a there's a party, but there's not a huge like fifty thousand person smoke out. I don't want to be with fifty. In Denver, you can go to the Capitol, and right between the Capitol and the legislature legislature building, like because I grew up there, they have they film that whole park right there, and they get like fifty thousand people, hundred thousand people. It's really amazing. Are you going to be going down, Sam? I really hope so. I was with Candace actually at at, uh, at in Denver in December. How'd that go? Oh, it was it was great, and we were actually meeting with one of her good friends, uh, Scott, that helps. Um, that helps with all the activities that happen in Denver, and uh, Scott Green from Denver Normal, and hopefully they're listening right now too. And and it was great to to hear the excitement regarding this, all the events happening in in Denver in in April. Right, and I thought uh, Denver was a lot more uh, lenient uh, as far as cannabis was concerned compared to California. Well, they actually have a, it's part of their state constitution. They adopted an amendment that gave um, the state citizens to use cannabis. So, I mean, they have, you know, more rights, but they also have regulations that are pretty strict. So I don't know if you would say lenient. They have a little bit more protection organization, but it's almost like too much. You know. and, and they still had a laboratory rated. I mean, even with all of their restrictions, it wasn't one of those Why? recent raids. Why? I believe the news article that I read said that it was because they filed for a DEA's analytical license. Basically, that gives them reason to come Investigate in. Investigate you. Well, to audit your machinery and everything. Right. And with when guns they, drawn. When they come in with and they find on? cannabis, you know, the raid's on. Yeah. So basically, it's like an, they invited them in. Yeah, anybody that says to the government, here, here we are, it, it might it, it They're might idiots. You. They're idiots. So that's I'm what it sorry. was. It was just like an inspection date, but they just blew it out of proportion because of what kind of business it was? Well, when they got there, I think they found a lot of material. Shit that shouldn't have been there. <laughs> yeah. Questionable material right, that exactly. they thought that needed to go to the next level, according to them. Well, you asset know, forfeiture. It's asset. For, I mean, look at that. There's there's money right there. That, especially when they say how much it is, they determine the, how much it is. If Plus that's I a six thousand dollar pound or a I believe three thousand dollar pound. They took their machinery as well. So. Yeah, they did. They took everything. Yeah. I mean, so hey, guys, we got a pretty big setback. We have Very to. Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming. Of course, Candace uh, with Normal and Sam, Sam, Sam from Medical Marijuana Four One One. Bob, we're so happy that you joined us uh, at Nature's alternative solutions uh definitely give them a look and jeff you are we're so happy that you're in this uh arena because it's it, it's definitely needed and you're with canachemistry.com hey guys it's time to blow this joint